everyone, it's Helen here and welcome to the Purpose, Potential and Power podcast. I'm a sales and strategy mentor to business savvy, ambitious entrepreneurs who want to achieve success and wealth in their online business, be seen for what they're worth and become the person they always knew that they would be. So whether you're a coach, a solo entrepreneur or network marketer, I am here to help you grow your business with a sales strategy which includes impactful brand messaging, powerful content creation and connecting with your community. It's all about increasing your visibility and your authority and converting all of that to sales. It's also really important to me that I help you on your journey of self-confidence. I want you to show up as yourself 100% and run towards the incredible life that you so deserve. This is all about defining your purpose, fulfilling your potential and stepping into your power. Okay, so networking has been a huge part of my growth strategy and I've had so much fun doing it this year so far and this is why I wanted to create a community full of incredible entrepreneurs and a free networking event which is starting this week. It's called the Power Hour Business Club and it's going to be on every single Wednesday, 2pm UK time, 9am Eastern which is hopefully not too early. So come along, surround yourself with other incredible entrepreneurs, connect, make new friends, find some new biz besties, have fun and start spreading the word amongst this group about what you do best. This is an amazing community already and I just would love you to be plugging into it and promoting you and your incredible talents. Go and check out the link in the show notes for how you can get onto that call. Okay, there have been a couple of episodes on my heart recently and it's taken me a while to get around to recording these if I am truly honest. So I'm sitting here with a cup of very hot, just how I like it, black coffee, and I'm about to go out and get my nails done in about 45 minutes, something that I really love to go and treat myself to. Something I'm committed to doing um, is really taking time to look after myself and enjoying um, spending money on the things that I love doing, you know, spending the money that I'm earning and really kind of rewarding myself and celebrating the success even in the small ways so i'm sitting here it's really sunny outside and it's a beautiful april day and i'm thinking why did i not record this before because i really want to inspire you um if you are like me or like i have been really wondering where you're going where on earth are you going in your journey and i want to share my story of why like looking back it's been a long journey. Talk about the long haul. I talk about the long-term vision, but this absolutely has been. And my journey of being a solo entrepreneur for 19 years, I just really wanted to share this with you. And I thought, I'm going to squeeze this in before I go out and get pampered and have that time to myself. It feels like it's now. So this is me sharing my story and my journey of sales um, and how I've only just recently realized all of these things. And as crazy as that might sound, it took kind of sitting back and looking at my journey so far to realize that the dots really do connect backwards and bring me to this point here. It's my story of really kind of finding the confidence in networking in putting myself out there in connecting myself with other people and being myself amongst that community or those communities that I'm putting myself out there so if that's you and you are thinking I don't really 
like feel like myself yet. I don't feel like I've got the confidence. I really hope that this inspires you. It's not going to be a long podcast. I'll try not to make it a long one. They're usually under 20 minutes, but it's just a quick background as well, because I want you to kind of understand who I am. It's really important for me as a coach that you know who you might potentially be working with or potentially at least that you're connecting with for free while you're getting this value. You need to know the story and the person behind this purpose, potential and power brand. Um, And this is the story of also how I feel I've ended up doing what I really was supposed to do. Like right from the start, it's about me finding my deeper purpose and really what my impact is like discovering what that truly truly is without anyone else trying to influence that or without thinking it has to be something different than it really really is um you know it has to be a certain thing that we might have be given an idea about and it's also a story of like pivoting and changing and trying things out um so i had this moment Okay, let's dive in. So I had this moment a couple of weeks ago and I was going for one of my walks. As you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you will see every morning I go for my walk. I stick my podcast in, I listen, I learn, I'm inspired. I always come back buzzing with ideas and feeling like really ready to go for the day. I have a beautiful walk right next to my house. It's like a lane that literally goes right down the side of my house, down into the countryside, you know, I live on a dual carriageway, which is crazy because you can go like literally three or four minutes down this path and you feel like you are in the middle of the forest, in the countryside, it's gorgeous. I am so, so lucky and so grateful every morning. And I go go down this lane and it's my, it's my grateful time, it's my thinking time. And I always come back with light bulbs. And I had this moment a couple of weeks ago where I realized that everything I've been doing so far has been a practice run. Everything that I've tried on, businesses, trying to be someone I'm not, all the things have been me just literally practicing to become the person that I am actually meant to be. Now, who's to say that like things won't pivot and change in the future? They usually do. But right now I've never felt more comfortable about who I am, more confident about who I am and what I have to offer. And also, I've never felt more aligned and happier with what I'm doing in my business life. Um, And that has completely soaked into every other aspect of my life, like my family life, um, my mental health, all the things. Like, I feel so inspired to do good things. And I really wanted to kind of share that concept with you to kick things off that this is a practice, you know, you might be practicing along the way. Life is not a practice as we know, that's not what I'm saying, but if you are wondering where you're going, it could be that you are just, you need to reframe the way that you are thinking about this. You're not failing, you're moving one step forward to where you're going, you're trying things out and you're actually working out what is good for you. So my, like, I don't know whether you know this, I'm gonna drop some of my life story into this podcast, things and little facts that you might not know about me, but when I left university, so I went to a really great school. I went to Durham University. I got a good degree. My boys completely take the piss out of my degree. I got a geography degree and honestly, every day they make fun of me. Something about rocks and soil, whatever it is. Um, I loved it and I had the best time, like the best social time at university. It was 
I hated my school. I had a really, like, I really didn't like school. Um, and I went to university and I like blossomed. I came out of my shell and I completely changed. I was for the very first time allowed to kind of be myself. It was the start of discovering that I could do what I wanted, be whoever I wanted to be, try different things out. And it was a it was a fun, exciting, exciting experience, and I loved it. But I still had this kind of like upbringing where I knew that I was supposed to go and find a job, find a career, stable upbringing, get married, have kids in that order. You know the stuff. A lot of us have been through that. So when I left university, I had no clue what I wanted to do. And this story leads right from that point all the way till now because I only recently feel like I found out what I wanted to do. But when I left university, I applied for all kinds of things. I applied for graduate training schemes. I applied for um, master's degrees to do some extra learning for an extra year. And one of the things that I actually applied to do was to become a teacher. Whew. Well, I filled out the form and I put it in the bin <laughs> because at the time I made the decision that the reason why I put it in the bin was because I felt like I couldn't commit to being a teacher. I didn't want to go and work in a school. I didn't feel like I was going to be good enough at it. I didn't feel like it was something I was going to love enough. And I felt like being a teacher, quite rightly so, you have to give your all. Like teachers are angels and saints. They really, really are. And as much as I wanted to teach, I really didn't feel that I could give it everything that the job required. So that went in the bin and my life carried on. I went and I went to do the whole graduate thing, went down that sensible career path, and I got a job as an accountant. Got a job working for PricewaterhouseCoopers as an accountant because I thought that was what I was supposed to do. I thought I have a great degree, I need to go and get a great job in a great company. It was the wrong, wrong, wrong place for me. Like I was so bad with numbers, I can talk myself into anything. And this is the first kind of sales experience. Like I am good at selling myself. I'm really good, even way back then, age 21, 22, whatever it was, I was in an interview and I was selling myself. I was telling those people what they needed to hear and what I kind of, like what I could bring to the table as an accountant. I really didn't want to be there. I didn't want the job. I wanted the job. I wanted the prestige. I wanted the potential pay. But I did not know anything about finance. So I blagged my way into it. Typical blagged my way. And I sold, like I sold my skills. I sold them <laughs> my skills. Well, that was three or four, four very, very long years. I failed the exam, I had to retake, it was dragging it out, I absolutely hated it. Four long years of literally one of those jobs, and I'm sure a lot of you listening to this can resonate, where you are literally wishing your week away, like you are wishing that the time would vanish. Like, where's Friday? And then you'd start to feel sick about the following week coming around, at some point around Sunday lunchtime. And that was how I was living my life. But I did have a plan. And I had a plan as soon as I had qualified and got all my exams under my belt that I was gonna go out and move sideways into recruitment, recruitment for other accountants. So this was me with all my love of being around people and listening to people and loving getting to know about people and what they want. This was perfect and I was so excited. So I did have a get out plan 
And I'll tell you that I had that get out plan from day one. I knew exactly that where I was going to go. I just thought I need to get my exams under my belt. Then I need to kind of look at recruitment as an option. It was like this light at the end of the tunnel. Someone I knew had done this, had followed this path. And I th- I saw that that was an option for me. And I was like, okay, all I need to do is get through my exams. I'll get a great kind of um, thing on my CV, having worked for PricewaterhouseCoopers and all that kind of thing. Had no idea what this would do for me, but I thought this is going to give me the credibility and we'll just go from there. So moved into recruitment and I worked there for two and a half years. I built up my business working under somebody else's name in somebody else's company. And I did, no, it's 18 months, sorry, I'm getting my dates and my time's mixed up. 18 months I was there and I built an incredible business for someone else, a six-figure business from this desk working in somebody else's company. And I realized I could do this for myself. I have built this from scratch. I was given a new kind of audience, a new area to go and build in recruitment in the local area that the company hadn't looked at before. So I was literally building a whole new niche for that company, a whole new kind of side area of their their business. I was adding on to their current sales. I was building a whole kind of section of their, their income. And I thought, well, if I've done that for somebody else, I can absolutely do that for myself. So after 18 months, I made the decision and I made it very quickly within a week to go and literally take my my laptop, take my desk, take my clients, take my business and go and work for myself. So I shut the door, I quit the job and I went and sat in my spare room in our house, in our very small house that we lived in at the time and I worked from home and I started my very first business. I love sales. And what I'd learned over the last time, over the time that I'd spent in recruitment working with somebody else, I'm really good at listening to people. I'm really good at really working out what they want, what their troubles, their concerns are, what their challenges are, and then delivering what they want and telling them about it through messaging that explains, explains it in a way exactly the way they need to hear it it's exactly what they need to hear. So they buy and they engage. And this is what I did. And I learned that from that job. And I just took those skills, applied it to my own business, continued to build, 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 and built a six-figure business, which was all mine. So this time I didn't have to give any, like any of my money away because I only got a small commission. All the income was mine. And I was so excited. I was flying and I didn't know where it was going to go. It was hard work, exhausting hard work, long hours, you know, into kind of 8, 9 p.m. finishes so you could speak to clients after work, after they'd finished their jobs. And it was it was really rewarding. But I loved, I loved speaking to clients. I loved meeting them. I loved prepping them for interviews. And I loved selling. I loved selling. And like I said, I loved selling to them in a way that was genuinely what they needed to hear. But it was packaging up and messaging up what they wanted in the way that they needed to hear it. So I did that. And then I had a break. I had my boys. I had my two gorgeous boys and I was going to be a stay-at-home mum for five years. I did that. I made the decision. My husband and I, you know, the business that I'd had in recruitment, I was really fortunate enough, was able to pay off our mortgage. 
we had you know money in the bank it was really provided a stable place for me to then take some time off and be a full-on stay-at-home mom and actually enjoy that experience I was really really fortunate but I wanted to give my all to my boys at that point after a while of course I wanted to do something because I'm not the kind of person if you know me that can just sit around yes the first few years were fantastic but then of course I want to contribute I want to make an impact I'm like itching to go and do something so this is when I decided to start something from home and I remember sitting around the kitchen table with my husband and we were like what on earth can I do I was staring out out the window like literally we we're both staring out the window at the garden and we we're like there must be something there must be something like and my husband was like just buy something and sell it like just sell stuff anything you're good at sales anything just buy like nuts and bolts and sell them it really doesn't matter and I was like oh I had no clue what to do I kind of looked at a few different avenues and eventually one of the mums at school kind of came to my rescue and um, she had a couple of cafes and she said to me she knew I love baking and she said why don't you make some cakes for my cafe I'm just finished a contract with the person that was supplying my cakes would you like it and I was like yeah I loved baking absolutely loved it never done it professionally in any sense whatsoever I could make a mean devil's food chocolate cake a mean lemon drizzle cake and all those things great but I'd never done it like on a bigger scale and she wanted a lot so I ended up doing this business for a short while and soon realized that I was working my ass off right okay so I thought this was the perfect answer to what I was needing to do I needed a job that worked around my boys but this ended up really kind of being crazy crazy hours I didn't have time to do what I wanted to do get all my cakes made and I was working like ended up working evenings it was madness like I was constantly covered in flour <laughs> the kitchen I used to do about 15 loads of washing up every single day it was mayhem and the most important thing for me was I wasn't getting paid and I have always been super, super ambitious. Like right from when I was a little girl, I knew that I was gonna be somebody. I knew I was made for great things and I knew that I wanted to make money and I'm not afraid to say that. So I ended up thinking I need to find a way within this business to make more money. And so I pivoted, I pivoted the business so that I was doing something more profitable with it. And that was wedding cakes. So I was doing wedding cakes and I thought, great, because I can now charge instead of 12 pounds for one Victoria sponge, I can now charge like several hundred pounds for wedding cakes. Problem being here, I literally had never made a wedding cake before. I'd never made like a fondant covered iced cake of any variety whatsoever. Like I'd never done that. I did not have the skills, but I knew that if I wanted to make money and I was going to stay with my business, Cottonwood Bakery it was called, I had to pivot. I had to go and learn the skills that would help me make the money. And that is exactly what I did. So I invested in courses, I went and learned, I made awful mistakes, I made awful cakes, and then I got really, really good. And I absolutely loved it. Still, this definitely was very customer focused, always about listening to clients. I used to have them around my house, give them cake samples, we'd do a whole consultation. I loved it, absolutely loved that sign and that side of it. I'd go to wedding fairs and I could sell my stuff. I'd give away the best samples. I'd talk to my clients, I'd, you know, future clients. I'd listen to what they wanted, hear about their day, what was important to them, the style of their wedding, all those things, kind of really try and get to know people in a very quick conversation. 
whenever anyone inquired about what I could do and I could sell and I maxed it out. So I maxed out this business to the point where I literally could not take on another cake. I could not take on another wedding. So this really solved one problem in some ways. It did make more money, but what it didn't do was free up more time. I was at wedding fairs or wedding deliveries every single weekend. I didn't work quite so much in the week, although it was still really, really full on, but there was a limit. There was a limit to what I could do with just me. And so again, I was itching for more money. I wanted to make more. I knew I was capable of it. And so I started a network marketing business. I jumped into network marketing because I saw the dollar signs. I'm going to be honest. I was like, this is the answer. This is going to give me my time back. And this is also going to give me this huge potential to make a lot more money. So the wedding cake business, it was successful. I won a couple of awards. It was great. I loved it. But again, it didn't tick the final box, which was, mm, what am I going to do to make more money? What it did teach me, again, was more sales, more about customer service, and again, it really taught me how to build a business from scratch, like with zero skills, with, like I had to put together marketing, I had to put together sales pages, websites, get myself out there, market my services, learn again about how to listen to clients even more, and the messaging side, the messaging side all along was really, really important. This is where I also picked up the branding element. And this is where I was really looking into kind of how I can market myself. Like what niche am I going into as a wedding cake designer? My cakes were very arty. They were very creative and they were different. They were unique. And like my whole branding, my whole messaging had to be around that. And I really picked up those skills there. So network marketing, that took off so quickly. I was so ambitious and so freaking excited about what was possible that I went for it. And within six months, seven months, sorry, I had built a six-figure business again. I was going for it. And I quit my wedding cake business. I made my last wedding cake in the September before the whole global pandemic. So thank goodness I had network marketing because my entire wedding cake business would have shut down while the world was shut down. I was so grateful for that. But I was just so ambitious. And again, it was very, very heavy on selling. I focused not really on selling the products. What I focused on was selling the business opportunity because I was so passionate about it genuinely. And this is what I was really good at. And I brew a team stayed in network marketing, I shifted companies, elevated even more, grew an even bigger team, and I stayed network marketing full-time for four years. This is where I learned so much, like so many different skills, but particularly to add to the sales skills, to add to the branding and the messaging skills, I learned two key things. One was personal development and the importance of that. It's something I'd never been exposed to before. It changed my whole outlook on life. It changed me as a person and it changed my confidence levels. And then the other side of it was the building on social media because the world shut down and we were forced to go online. So I was forced to grow and learn how to grow and invest time and energy in creating an incredible brand online and creating posts, social media content, 
that was going to impact. And I listened and absorbed to as much as I could about this because I knew that if I was gonna sell my drive, my ambition, my desire to make money, it made complete sense to me that I had to know and learn these skills. I had to know how to build online, how to create great posts, how to create great messaging. And so this is where I focused. So every time I've always gone and got the coaching um, and I did pay for private coaching one-on-one, I wanted to know how can I be the most successful person that I can be at what I do because I've always been so driven and always been so passionate about everything. I will give everything my all when I'm in it. You get me 1000%. So I learned those skills in network marketing along with so much more. But I was also the first person that whole time. Well, let's back it up a second. I started off very unconfidently. Like I started off, I wouldn't even get on stage. When I got a very, very, very quick promotion, I had to go on the stage and speak and thank my team and thank my upline and explain how I'd done it and all that kind of thing. I I almost like fainted. I was terrified. When I first started that business, I've spoken about this before, I remember sitting in my living room as excited and passionate as I was, I couldn't even speak. I could barely speak and tell three friends who'd come to learn from me about the products, about why I was doing this. I was shaking like a leaf and I just wanted the ground to swallow me up. But my confidence did grow in time and it grew and grew and grew with practice and then, I was the first person to put my hand up and train and teach. And this is where my passion for coaching really kicked in. So for the last three and a half years, I have been the person who wants to teach, who wants to help others. And it's because I wanna share, because I wanna share my knowledge, because I absolutely love making an impact. I wanna be somebody. When I was little, I wanted to be somebody. And this is how, and I saw this teaching and coaching as a vehicle to do that. And it felt and it feels so good when I've been coaching and when I was coaching, you know, national teams and I would be speaking and they'd say, wow, that was incredible. What you said really has just impacted me so much. Of course it feels good. You know, we all love those kind of comments. We feel like we've got a purpose in life. And I was really, really kind of searching for my deeper purpose at this point. Like, why am I doing this? This can't just be about me wanting pats on the back, about me wanting like the accolades. This cannot be it. So I've gone on this journey step by step of really trying to discover the deep rooted kind of purpose behind what it is that I do. And I've come to this point now as a coach, coaching people all over the world on how to sell more, through really clear branding, through really clear messaging, through really powerful, different, unique, edgy content, stuff that is going to sell. This is where the sales journey starts. And I have come to realize that the thing that drives me the most, it is about the impact that I wanna make, but that is not about me. That really is about me wanting everyone else all the incredible women that I coach to not feel the way that I used to growing up, which was that I was not seen, not heard, and not valued. I was a nobody at school. I was a no one until 
I came out of my shell at university and then I started on this journey of finding myself and who I was supposed to be. And it has been a long journey. You know, it's been a 20 year journey. So if anyone questions whether I'm ever in anything for the long game, yeah, I absolutely am. I'm here, I'm, I'm doing it and I'm, I'm just getting started so it feels like now. And this is my purpose. I want everybody to feel so valued. We all want that. It's like something we crave. We want that meaning. I want you to feel like you're seen, like you're worthy. You are somebody incredible. And this is the thing that excites me and that drives me. And I see this from when I coach my clients and they are getting results and they are feeling seen. And it's that whole ripple effect. And this is what my globe, you know, I'm building a global brand here. I am building a global coaching brand that is all about this impact. Um, I don't care whether I've had a four or a five figure month, that doesn't matter to me this month, it won't matter to me next month, it won't matter to me in six months time. What matters to me is the longer term impact. So I really, really hope that that story has just given you some hope if you are like, oh my goodness, is this going anywhere? And where am I going? Think long term because I promise you, you will end up where you are supposed to be. And for me, I threw that teaching application in the bin. And guess what? Here I am doing teaching and coaching. So I hope that has inspired you. If it has, please, please come and let me know. Tell me like your story. I want to hear about you and some of the things that you might be experiencing that are similar, that resonated with you, come and drop me a DM on Instagram at Helen Thacker and come and join the amazing community that I've found the confidence to build over on Facebook, which is the same name as this podcast. The group is the Power Potential. No, it's not. <laughs> Seriously, it's the purpose, potential and power. I do get that wrong from time to time. And if you know me, you know I get all my phrases wrong. So I'm not surprised. Please go and find that group. I would love to invite you there. It's a group of amazing entrepreneurs who are all ambitious, who all want to raise each other up. And I don't mean that in a cliched way. It's so, so true. I'm so proud of it. I would love to see you over there. I'm going to pop both those links in the show notes. But thank you so much for listening to my story and I will see you next time.